Let's get to um, Alex Pearson. Alex, one of probably now the most familiar voice on CHML to CHML <laughs> listeners. Uh, we are going to actually open a new wing of CHML's world headquarters here at Longwood and Maine, the Alex Pearson wing, uh, and put a plaque up there for having done more hours of radio than anyone else in the history of this station, Alex. It's, um, it's, it's remarkable how much you've done. Perfect. I want an office, a corner office with a nice view. You tell Jeff also to give me a big, giant, fat raise. Uh, absolutely. All of that. All of that will be sent off immediately. Um, in the meantime, mm-hmm. what are you doing? We're all sitting here waiting for the verdict. We have no idea. At least uh, as of last check, which was two minutes ago, we have no idea when this is going to come. What do all you folks down there do? Well, it's interesting. We write, we talk, we uh, compare notes, we try to find other stories, we pace the halls, we talk to the Bosmas. We check with the lawyers, uh, we wait, we check out restaurants. I mean, look, since I started this trial, I have not taken one lunch break in the four and a half months because I've been so busy filing and doing stuff with Scott and Bill. So I actually get a chance now to take my you know, foot off the pedal and actually get out and stretch my legs and see uh, how phenomenal Hamilton has become over the last few years since I've actually lived here. There's a lot of great restaurants right here. Now that said, the moment, I don't know if yeah. you're a believer in Murphy's Law, but I got to think yep. that if it's me... I haven't taken a lunch break in four and a half months. The first time I sit down and place an order is when the call is going to come that there's a verdict. Well, I've done this long enough that I know it's not coming on the first night, certainly not on uh, two counts of first-degree murder. This is not the kind of thing a jury will take lightly. So I knew last night I was very, very uh, safe. Having said that, we weren't expecting a question so quickly, so we kind of rushed back for that. But I I don't expect it on a second day either. There's just simply too much for this jury to go through. The The time that I start to get very anxious would be tomorrow afternoon. And certainly it's Thursday, Friday. We will be kind of checking on watches. I check my phone about a thousand times a day. I literally, that's what you do on jury watch, is make sure that your technology, and then when you haven't gotten a message in half an hour, you're like, okay, my phone's not working. That's what you do. You get very paranoid. Are all the reporters down there, I mean, I I know that nobody is going to want to say it on the record, and I understand that, but for all the people down there who have covered this day after day after day after day and been through every bit of evidence, have you all sort of to each other given your thought on what's going to happen, what you think is going to come out of this? Oh, God, yeah. We've been doing it for months. I mean, it's a very, there's been a very kind of tight-knit group of us who have been down here uh, covering this since day one. There are other reporters, uh, obviously from Toronto Media, who have come in here and there, picked up on pieces of, of this. They, they can't dedicate the resources that local media can, but there's no question that the take, well, we all compare notes, like, what do you think? What do you this? Some people have more court experience, some have less, so there'll be reporters who haven't really listened and are kind of fascinated to hear old stories. So, yeah, we, we, we have definitely got our thoughts on it, and uh, for sure, we kind of chill and, and shoot the breeze. Um, some interesting stories, obviously, that people haven't heard start coming out. We've got new information tonight that I can share with you. Um, and so that's kind of what we do. And again, without being, I don't know that it's appropriate, to be honest, for you to say what you think is going to happen in this case. I mean, if you want to, fine. But that said, um, it, it is the consensus, is there a consensus among the reporters? Do many of you share the same view of what will happen? I'm not going to speak for my colleagues. I know exactly how they feel. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to speak for my colleagues, but uh, I know exactly how I came into this courtroom and what I thought, and my feelings have not changed. In fact, they've gotten stronger. And do you want to share that, or do you want to keep that to yourself? You know, I, I don't think it's a secret to anybody how I think this is. Uh, what I'll say is it will be a very big travesty if this doesn't come back first degree. 
Um, I do think the jury's going to stumble and have some trouble figuring out second degree versus first degree. I think the judge likely confused them with the instructions he gave to them. Having said that, I really hope they're smart. I really, really hope that they just simply remember what the Crown said, that two men plan to target, steal, kill, and incinerate. I mean, to me, it seems very obvious that the evidence speaks for itself. To me, I look at these two men and say, this is an open and shut case. Others won't see it that way. Alex, I don't know. The reason, Scott, I'm not a professional juror. Yeah. Well, and and nobody is. And I think that's a good thing, too, that we uh, we don't have people who do this for a living, that we... I don't know if it was you who was on here when I talked about this last time or someone else when I asked this question, but is there, there has been no third suspect raised as a possibility in this case. So, and we know that through Smitch's testimony and through Millard's lawyer and his questioning and, and uh, uh, closing, we know that they have both acknowledged that they were there in some way or another when Tim Bosma was killed and there was no third person involved. So is yeah. there is there any legal way that a jury could come back with acquittal on both? I, yeah. Whether it's likely or not, could because clearly he died in their custody. Mm-hmm. One of them had to have killed him. Is there any way they could both be acquitted? They could both be found not guilty. They could both be found first degree. They could both be found second. One could be uh, found first degree, another manslaughter, or they could both all uh, be all right found uh, not guilty. How is that possible, though? Well, because they were charged with first degree murder. And while the jury can come back with uh, lesser degrees, what they couldn't come back with, let's say, is accessory after the fact or aggravated assault or, or any of these other charges. They had the, the crown had to prove to get first degree that this was planned and premeditated. The the lawyers have fought to tooth and nail to, to give their claims and stories to say otherwise. And the jury there it only takes one spot. That's to true say, to be hung. Yeah, it takes one, not twelve, not eleven, one. Yep. To say, I actually believe that Mr. Smith didn't do it. I believe his story, and he walks. Oh, no, I, and, and sorry, yep. that part, that I understand. Yep. I understand that one of them could be acquitted. I don't understand if there's any legal way that both of them could walk out being acquitted simultaneously because somebody had to kill them. Yeah, but they're both going to be, as the judge was very, very pointed in saying, they're go- both going to be judged separately. So they're both going to take the facts of the case and judge these men separately hmm. on the role they played. Now, I don't think that's going to come back like that. But it would not surprise me if, let's say, Mark Smith came back at a lesser degree. That would not surprise me at all. Uh, you know, I've just seen it too many times where people will say, no, 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 it's so obvious. I've seen it too many times where I'm, I often say, what case were you watching? Because I was there and I know what happened. And then you'll, you'll get a jury that comes back and sees it a totally different way. So it absolutely can happen. You, uh, we've got a couple minutes here. You said you had some new stuff yeah. that you could share with us about Dell and Millard. Yeah, so some interesting information. It was known through court documents, which we can report, is that, um, you know, Dell and Millard has been, in fact, uh, caught before with weapons and, and drugs while incarcerated. But what is new is that it has now uh, come out that just a couple of, uh, about a week ago, he was found in possession of a knife and pot in the jail. And uh, it looks like they've increased security uh, we had noticed a little bit of increased security of, of taking him out. Now, the two men are always kept together uh, when they're uh, in the court, but they're always transferred separately. So Mr. Smitch goes out first or Millard goes out first, and then they wait 
then they transferred the other second. But it has been revealed that he was found in possession of a knife apparently last week and uh, had tried to hide it in a wall. And I would say it's either a knife, knife or a shiv. It's not clear what exactly it was, but that it had been hidden in the wall. Uh, and I guess he had some toothpaste, some sawdust, or something that some shavings that he had gotten from his pencil and some lead and, and had colored it in and hidden it in the wall. That's pretty big. The judge, uh, as I understand, is aware of it. Um, and, and that's the information we've got. Unbelievable! Wow, that is that is fascinating, and and we will um we will let you go. But uh, I know you're uh, you're on standby now. If anything happens this evening, Alex, uh, you'll be back on here um, fast as we can get a hold of you. Yeah. Uh, and um, I say it's uh, it, I, I I tend to agree with you. I still I, I said we were going to go to you last night if anything happened. Although I said there's very little chance unless this was the OJ jury that that was going to happen. Uh, I still am un- thinking it's unlikely as you do that it'll be tonight. But after tonight, it won't be tonight. after tonight, um, honestly, could be any time. Really, I mean, it seems like it's uh, we we you reach that point where you start thinking it could actually be any time at this moment and. My we'll nails be... look really nice right now. By about 6 o'clock tomorrow, they'll have been chewed down a little bit, and by Thursday, Friday, they probably will be chewed right down. Alex Pearson <laughs> at the courthouse, still waiting, as we all are. Thanks for doing this, Alex. Thank you, sir. Cheers.